Hello, my fellow cosmic beings. Welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast slash Tarot. I'm Ashley. For those of you who are new here, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to this safe space. Welcome to my channel. This is where we discuss all things spiritual and where I encourage you to really find the divinity in yourself and connect back to divine source. So today I want to talk about the shift in the nodal axis from Gemini and Sagittarius to Taurus and Scorpio. So if you've been following astrology, you will know that the nodes are what dictate the energy for a period of 18 months, roughly. Um, And during that 18 month period, we will have eclipses. So that would activate the energy in certain areas of our lives. So we just had Gemini and Sagittarius, which was kind of teaching us about the things that we know being challenged and learning new things as a result of the things that we thought we knew being challenged. So everyone went through this period of time where we were encouraged to see things from a different point of view and to learn things from a different perspective. Um, We're now out of that. So we're moving into a new energy, which is Taurus and Scorpio. And Taurus and Scorpio is focused on encouraging you to find in yourself where you have a significant power or resource that you can share with the world and let go of this need to rely on other people's resources or this need to live in consistent fear and crisis. So in the current state of times, you can see how there's a dire need for us to tap into our own truth, to tap into the gifts and the power and the talents that we have and share that with the world so that we can move out of this need or this um, idea that we have to depend on others to create a living for ourselves that is um, meaningful, okay? So when we're talking about Taurus, Taurus rules the throat, the neck, our vocal cords, the voice. It's about your communication, how you speak up for yourself and how you communicate with others. So Taurus is ruled by Venus and in tropical astrology rules the second house. So we're talking about I, me, what I have, what I possess, what I value, how I um, interpret my sense of worth. What do I use to, you know, give worth or create worth in my environment? So people can have like possessions. So tourist people are ten- tend to be the ones who are seen as stable. They build a solid foundation. They are the slow and steady wins the race kind of people. They don't like to rush, they like to take their time and they like to make sure they cover all areas of something that they're working on. Sorry guys. So Tauran people are the ones that if you need a massive project to be done and you need it to be done absolutely to the T, like completely structured in a way and properly, you will give it to them. So they will work really hard to make sure everything is met and they get the right people in to do the job. So Taurus energy also focuses on our values. It's what we value about the world and what we value about others and also what we value in ourselves. Taurus is an earth sign, a fixed earth sign. So it's about 
the connection that we have to the feminine, the connection that we have to divine source, the connection that we have to ourselves. It's about the material realm, but I want to say that Taurus isn't just about materialism in a sense that it's about what you can acquire um, or the mass amount of things that you can acquire. That's the lower manifestation of Taurus energy. Highest manifestation of Taurian energy is finding the beauty in the little things in life, the small things in life, the finer things in life. It's about using your senses to transcend this physical experience, but also understanding how important this physical experience is to the spiritual so that's what Taurus energy represents to me it's about art creativity beauty um you know all that Venetian stuff the body in some shape or form um it's it's encouraging you to connect with what you see, what you feel, what you hear, what you taste, what you smell. And on an intuitive spiritual level, um, feeling is, you know, more than what you feel in this environment. Feeling is a a non-physical thing, as in you can't see it, you can't touch what you feel. Like, if I'm sad, I can't touch sadness. I can't hold sadness in my hand and, you know, throw it out if I don't want it. So it's about the senses and your sensuality and how much you connect to that part of yourself. It's about care, nurturing and encouragement and like sowing, seeds, planting, gardening, growth. All those things that we can use earth to do are associated with Taurus. So that's kind of on our North Node, what we're walking towards are self-value, self-worth, self-resources, self-encouragement, independence as well. Um, When we're talking about Taurus energy, we're talking about finances. So we're talking about banking systems, stock markets, um, you know, the finances that we can give to others. All of that stuff when it comes to money is of great focus this year and for the first six months of next year as well not so (laughs) i mean 2022 to 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 the middle of 2023 sorry because this we're still in december as you can tell i'm already in the future (laughs) so there's going to be a lot of focus on you know how much resources we have how much resources you have and how much resources we have as a collective and with uranus being in the sign of taurus um uranus is associated with aquarius which is about innovation and creativity and humanity i foresee that a lot of us are going to be finding creative ways to deal with whatever um obstacles and challenges we face with the world in the next 18 months okay so whether it's it whether it's you um choosing to run your own business or you know start your own gardening situation or um selling specific goods that are not that we're not able to access in other ways because there's you know prediction of shortages in certain areas and certain things whether it's people walking out of jobs because they don't feel valued or 
walking into different situations because they feel like they need to find a higher purpose. There's going to be lots of innovation and creativity when it comes to how we maneuver in this newfound society. Um, Taurus is the sign that really wants to connect. So we're going to have a lot of focus on connecting. There's going to be a lot of like creativity when it comes to, you know, let's say painting or music. There's going to be a lots of, there's going to be lots of musicians speaking about or singing about or rapping about, you know, the, the current experiences to kind of generate a connection between, you know, the masses. Okay. So that's what we could be looking forward to. Now we have Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio is a water sign, another fixed sign. So both fixed signs can be quite stubborn. Um, they don't like to be rushed. They don't like to be challenged sometimes. They don't like to be forced into doing things that they don't want to do. So Scorpio rules the eighth house in traditional astrology. Um, and the eighth house is associated with Pluto and Mars. Um, the higher and the lower octave of, of Scorpio is Pluto and Mars. And it's about our desires and also what we need to release. So think about Mars as our desire and Pluto as what we need to release. Mars is about our drive and our ambition and, you know, how I want something and how I go about getting the thing that I want. So in relation to Taurus, we have I have and I desire and the two come together to manifest something physical, okay? So Scorpio has desires that sometimes don't fit the status quo. <laughs> and these desires can be hidden under the surface. They can be swept under the rug. They can be, you know, under the skin. All right. It's also about our psychology, you know, what goes on in our head, but it's like the lowest manifestation of our psychology and the highest manifestation of our psychology. So the highest manifestation is uh, understanding of our purpose in life or understanding of our purpose in this functioning body, um, an ability to transform our fears and anxieties, which is the lowest mani manifestations, an ability to transform them into something um, inspiring, something that we can use as an example. It's about encouraging us to go through a consistent cycle of death and rebirth. So releasing anything that doesn't um, benefit us and, you know, working on something that does. It's about using other people's resources. So, you know, like other people's books, other people's information, other people's ideas to manifest something that it's hard to put into words, but to manifest something that is of meaning to you. So 
you can listen to, let's give you an example. You can listen to all the information that I'm, I'm putting out there, my resources, my information, and you can take a completely different interpretation from what I'm saying that suits you, that fits you. And that's the whole point of Scorpio. When we take out loans, when we take out debt, when we take out insurance, when we take out finances, we are taking someone else's resources to manifest something else in our reality that we desire. Okay. So that's what Scorpio is focused on. Scorpio is also focused on our reproductive system. And in my personal opinion, Scorpio is the masculine side. You know, it's the doing side, the going out and acquiring. Whereas Tauran energy is more of a receiving energy. Um, It's a doing energy in its own right, but it's more feminine than masculine. So when we're talking about the reproductive organs, we're talking about, and Scorpio being on a south node, we're talking about releasing any issues with our reproductive systems, um, releasing any issues with our psychology, releasing any issues with our attachment to debt or other people's resources and, and finances and any toxicity that we have, any codependency that we have, and finding a way to actually birth things, manifest things from our own resources, our own power. Scorpio is also the the house that has a lot of power. You know, when we're talking about Scorpios, we're talking about magnetism, we're talking about attraction, intensity, um, but we're also talking about the lowest manifestation, which is obsessiveness, possessiveness, um, manipulation, abuse of power, abuse of resources, um, selfishness as well. Scorpios can be quite selfishness and also be quite spiteful. So on the South Node, we're looking at releasing these energies. But before we get into Taurus energy, our true North Node, our true calling, our true, you know, um, karmic journey, we also have to tend to the negatives about ourselves um, and the negative things that we have actually, you know, been doing, the behavior we have been demonstrating that is no longer serving us as an individual and as a collective energy. So in your own lives, you want to look at where, what rules your second house, what planet, what um, sign, what rules your eighth house, what planet, what sign, what planets are in those houses. But you also want to look to Taurus and Scorpio in your birth chart because all four of those places will be activated by this energy and especially when the eclipse take place over the year. So let's move away from the astrological side of it and talk about the personal side and the collective energy side from a more... um, spiritual viewpoint we are being encouraged to challenge our own values you know uranus is in taurus this is the last astrological part i might talk about who knows but uranus is in the sign of taurus which means that everything on earth is getting this electrifying awakening um intensive 
innovative, creative spark. You know, there's changes that are happening that are beyond our control in one sense, but also within our control on another sense. The things that we can control is our values. The things that we can control is our reaction. The things that we can control is our perspective. So we're dealing with polarities here. There's polarities in everything. The good, the bad, the yin, the yang, the feminine, the masculine. There's literally our entire existence is on polarities. Um, And that's what the North Node and the South Node show you, where your polarities lie and how you can use the lessons and the qualities, the highest manifestations of both polarities for the greater good in your life and as a collective energy. So it's really important that we take time to center ourselves during this period of time because it's going to be challenging and I've spoke about this in numerous videos of humanity going back to basics, you being able to find the power in yourself, you realizing that the power does lie in you and not outside and no longer looking to systems to save us that have already failed us numerous times. There's Jupiter in Pisces as well, which is another conversation um, which I touched on in my last um not my last video, that was about dreams, the one before that, which was about um, the new moon in Capricorn, which you should definitely go and check out, but we're in a place where it's really about life or death, and not in a physical sense, although in, you know, as you guys have seen, it has been in a physical sense, but in a spiritual sense, where can you grow, Where can you let parts of you die? Where can you encourage life to grow, things to grow, you as a consciousness, you as a a human body, you know, your connection to source, your connection to others, the love that you have, the love that you can embody, how can you nurture those things and how do you let the the waste kind of Scorpio rules waste the things that we don't need how do you let those things go so fear is a massive thing that is being highly um encouraged (laughs) in the media it has been for 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 centuries decades years whatever you want to um say it has been you know getting out of hand for the most part And it's creating anxiety and depression amongst people that doesn't need to be there. Um, And this Taurus energy is going to allow you to really figure out what is logical fear, anxiety, you know, unrest, and what is illogical. And if you are really focused on your spiritual journey, a lot of the fear and anxiety that is created, regardless of you being in it or not, a lot of it that is created is illogical because there's, again, the polarity of, on one sense, there's things that are gonna happen inevitably that you cannot control and you have to make peace with that. And then there's things that you can control and you need to learn to find the power in that. So... 
that is ultimately the um, energy that Taurus and Scorpio is going to teach us. One of the most important things that I am excited about with this um, nodal shift is the moving away from crisis, always living in crisis, always living in turmoil, always feeling like the world is upside down, something negative is happening. You know, we don't know if we're coming or going. We don't know if it's up or down. I am looking forward to releasing that in my own individual life, but also as a collective energy because it's irrational, illogical, and it doesn't serve us any good, okay? (laughs) Taurus energy is about slowing down. Although Uranus is in Taurus, um, which doesn't feel comfortable there because Uranus is a fast-moving planet and, you know, Aquarius is a fast-moving sign, it is having to learn to work with the energy of Taurus as Taurus is having to learn to work with the energy of Uranus. So again, polarities, 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 however you pronounce the word, is encouraging you to use the best qualities of two opposite energies, okay? And that's a beautiful thing because the whole point of us existing is to learn about the differences in energies that don't always align, okay? But how do you bring them into alignment? You take the highest manifestations of each polarity and you manifest something different. That's just the, the law and the rule of the universe. So on a spiritual level, this is a great time to be alive. It's a great time to connect with people. It's a great time to go back to our roots, to awaken parts of ourselves that have been dormant, to honor yourself as a multidimensional being, to explore the human body, to explore the beauty in life, to really tap into the abundance that is available to you, like the resources that are available to you, the things that you can create, you can create beautiful things from your own energy. We see it with the female body and, you know, the male body coming into union. We can create life. It's about acknowledging that and the power in that, guys, the power in being able to create something from two opposite energies is extremely insane. Like our biology is made in such a perfectly imperfect way. And it's about reminding yourself of that. You know, if you wanna be distracted, which is everything that's going on in the world, if you wanna be distracted, then you are going to see the majority of things in life being negative because they're distractions. But if you want to be inspired and encouraged and motivated and appreciated appreciated and loved and also embody those qualities, you have to take time to really connect with source. You have to take time to really connect with yourself and you need to really work on your values what do you value? Over the next 18 months, that is going to be a question that is going to be screaming at you. What do you value? Do you value money more than you value freedom? Do you value 
power more than you value love, you know, the highest manifestation of love, unconditional love? Do you value being, um, you know, responsible or do you value being told what to do? Do you value being independent or do you value relying on something that ultimately doesn't work? It's almost as if everybody is waking up to Jupiter is in Pisces at this point. So everyone's waking up to the illusions that have been painted. Um, That's one thing that people don't understand about Pisces. They see from two different lenses. They can see from the rose tinted glasses or they can see from the clear view the more they focus. Um, And that's where we're going to be, you know, in the first half of the year. Can you see clearly where your values lie? And how do you embody those values? How do you show up for yourself? How do you show up for others? You know, before anything, we're all human, okay? Nothing is perfect. We all make mistakes. The whole point of this experience is to experience it and to learn from it and not to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. And when it comes to the eighth house matters, we're too used to making the same mistakes over and over and over again. I know that in my own life, I can hold my hands up and admit it. But one of the things that I always encourage people to do is even if you do make mistakes, find a way to learn from them. Even if you learn one thing every time you make the same mistake, that's a multitude of lessons that you learn. Eventually you will stop making that same mistake. Okay. So guys, that is my take on the nodal axis shift. I hope it has been informative for you. I will be back with a reading for January for the collective. I'm not sure if I'm going to do weekly ones. Depends on my availability or I might just do an entire month one. Who knows? We'll see what spirit says. But if this information was helpful to you or useful to you in any shape or form please do not forget to show some love like comment and subscribe to this channel subscribe to this safe space so I can continue holding spaces for you guys to grow and to connect with yourself yourself spiritually and to awaken the power in yourselves it has been a pleasure to discuss this topic with you guys and I hope to speak with you soon I hope you have a wonderful start to the new year and we will speak to all the the best guys. Take care.